Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this week's Monday Ted Talks episode. It's quite a nice crisp day when I'm uh, recording this, actually. Magnet have been annoying me because I can't seem to get an appointment for a week. Ludicrous. And I can't walk in allegedly and give my measurements. People in London are just rude. When I was in Wales, I just walked in. Uh, Howdens are over-quoting me. Wasting my time to have to get a magnet quote to batter them down. Just give me the correct price in the first place, Howdens. And yeah, Wix don't have a clue what's going on. So, today I wanted to talk about something I don't think I've talked about before on a specific, on a Pacific episode, which is working with estate agents. Uh, Disclaimer, if you've got good relationship with estate agents and you've been buying properties for a while, this may not be a podcast that interests you. It might be, but this is more aimed at beginners. So, estate agents, they are, they appear scary, you know, they are, they can be intimidating, you know, you, you look through the windows, you see them all, like, sort of sitting there behind their desks, you walk in and kind of, I mean, half of them probably don't even look up, and one of them looks up, and it's probably the youngest one who's keen for business, and, and you're thinking, oh no, I want to I speak to the manager at the back, and, it, and you're like, oh, what do I say, uh, hi, I'm doing corporate lets, no, I mean, sorry, I'm doing a service accommodation, no, I'm, I, I just came off a property course, and I'm going to buy all the houses. So, it can be tricky, and I think they have a perception that it's difficult to, like, to work with them, or to communicate with them, so I want to give you three tips today, so this will be a quick episode on how I deal with estate agents experiences I've had with them but also three tips on like how to create better relationships with them and I guess also speed up the formation of these relationships so I think the first one is show them the money and by this I mean prove to them that you're good for it and and this has a few different this one tip breaks into a few mini tips the first one is a lot of people are scared of and don't want to just walk into an estate agent and say, hi, I'm, I'm I'm Tej, I'm looking for this, you know, you got any properties we can view, blah, blah, blah. Especially if your investment area is far from where you live, you're thinking, am I really going to go in, like, with no intention just to introduce myself? And, uh, well, one, one, two things here. Maybe not a lot of people actually do that because they're scared. So maybe you should do that, right? That's, that's one caveat, that's one idea there for you. The way I like to do it is I like to, you know, go on Rightmove, go on their website, and this is all. This is for new agents, by the way, not agents I know. I will find properties that suit my needs. If they haven't got any, then I'll, I'll wait or I'll keep looking or I'll look for one almost like close to what I'm looking for, and I'll just book in a viewing. Hi, I'm an investor. Can you put me on the mailing list? Uh, this is what I'm looking for. You know, on the phone. I keep it very like, yeah, minimal. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm looking for subsidence. I'm looking for cracks in houses. And that usually kind of leaves a little bit of a memory because most people say, oh, can we just have a nice two up, two down, buy to let, good to go, homes under the hammer. Whereas I'm like, yeah, give me houses that are falling apart. Uh, because sometimes that's what I want. So I'm, I do that phone call with them. Very kind of normal. Again, you know, really, they don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. Then when we meet, that is when I start to build rapport. So a lot of the time we don't talk necessarily about property or I just... I just be myself, you know, I just say things out loud or I pull things off the walls if there's an old, old, you know, if it's falling apart already or I say, you know, this is overpriced, isn't it? Or how much do you think it would sell? Or how much do you think the refurb costs? The kind of questions that people probably don't ask and kind of engages them. But also I, I count out loud my um, my refurb costs and costs. So 
they kind of get an understanding that I am serious and that, look, this is a business, there's cost to this, so I'm just preparing you for when I offer loan. Uh, and also just, I don't know, if they if their name is something interesting or they have a really nice accent or I don't know, there's always something about humans you can pick up on, right? Oh, they're wearing cool trainers. I'll comment on it because that's, that's just me. And things like that are memorable because you've got to remember a lot of people, even homeowners, are just sort of, they don't really bond with the estate agents. The agents are showing them around the house. Oh, yeah, bedroom here, bedroom here, yeah, bathroom here, yeah, it's nice, but yeah. You know, and, and like, a lot of people don't really see it as a, a kind of relationship. And so just by you simply, you know, putting your personality, personality into it and engaging with them, I think you're going to form relationships a lot quicker. And also viewings of, of viewings, four, you know, four walls and a floor and a ceiling, hopefully. How fun can it be? The fun comes from the people they meet on these viewings, right? And the relationships they form. So I like to, you know, call them up or, or do it via email because I can't bother with calls. I'm such a millennial. And then get it booked in. And then on that viewing, that's where I build a relationship. And then actually some agents, I've bought off agents and I've never been to the office or I'm buying off them and I haven't been in. I usually only go in once I've viewed a few properties with them, had a few offers, you know, once they know my name. If I call the office and they're like, oh, Tej, that's the kind of stage where I go into the office and just say, hey, you know, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. Because if they've got a few different uh, people who work there, how do I know when I walk in the one I work with is going to be there? If it's not, it's it's an awkward conversation. You walk into like a big branch you're kind of like, oh. But obviously, if someone you know is there, you just sit down, you have a chat, it's all good. Uh, and I guess, you know, maybe it makes them look good as well because you're, you're kind of, yeah, showing their manager perhaps that they have good relationships with investors. So I don't like to go in straight away. I don't like to go in with cookies and chocolates unless I've bought a house through them. I will always deliver the goods. I will drop off the cookies and the chocolates to the estate agents you know, when they've done something really well, I'll give them a Google review. I love good reviews. I'm a local guide, level seven. So if you need a restaurant review, check out my Google profile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's my process. Phone them up, do a viewing, viewings, and then maybe go into the office uh, and then give them sweeties once they do, do a good job and they've got me a house, right? I've never really faced any annoying estate agents i may have faced ones who weren't that smart but honestly 98 percent of the ones i deal with are quality i think it's a product of area if i was investing in london or maybe like birmingham i think i'd get a lot of dickheads basically but where i am I, lip i really can't remember anyone who's been bad even with their revaluation estimates they're all in line with comparables so yeah none of that overestimating stuff that you get as much um that you hear of so another thing I like to do, and part of you know showing them you got the money is, once I've booked one viewing in, or once I've done a couple, I'll just send them an email out of nowhere. Hi, here's my ID and proof of funds. Please, can you keep it on file? And hopefully, you want to have a fat amount of money in that proof of funds, however you you prove it, uh, and that just kind of says, look, I'm not playing. Like, not in a cocky way, because we're not trying to be cocky. It's just trying to say, look, I'm a serious business person. I'm trying to buy houses. Let's not, you know, mess around. The money's here. It's waiting. I'm losing money in this bank account. Let's do something. But also, when you moving forward, when you put offers in, they know, okay, well, the money is there. We're going to take this one a little bit more serious, perhaps, than others 
who maybe are getting mortgages or bridges. And again, even showing them, you know, a bridge agreement in principle is enough. Like, it just proves you can get the finance. So, but obviously, you got a bank account with half a million in it. You know, be, you should be showing them this, right? Because they're seeing commission, right? Because you're going to keep buying from them. Uh, the second tip is, like, get to know them. Now, this is twofold. Get to know them as a person because, hey, why not? I mean, I discovered one of my agents I work with speaks Spanish, so we just speak Spanish <laughs> for, like, half of the viewings. Uh, or I go around naming everything in Spanish to, like, test my Spanish. Or one of them, you know, had his own businesses and wants to launch his own business, so we talk about that. One of them wants to get into property with no money, and so I, I sort of tell him about rent to rent and the possibilities. Uh one of them got bit by a spider, and I didn't know how spiders bite, which makes them even scarier, okay? We're not going to dwell on this, because spiders are okay, we like, we don't mind spiders. Um, and we speak about Welsh cakes, and and food, and you know, so get to know them as people, right? Because you want to kind of come on a view and be like, alright, how's your dog? How's your kid? Or, hey, how was your trip to Italy? You know what I mean? You just want to be like, chilling. Like you don't even want to have any small talk or awkwardness. You want to be like their their friends in a way, right? I mean, follow them on Instagram if you want. Shout out to the estate agents that I'm following and following me on Instagram. You know who you are. Who send me deals on Instagram. Love it. Keep them coming. Uh, like, build a relationship with them as a person. And if you have a brand, right, they have even more reason to follow you. So, you know, I tell them eventually, I wear the, the bright yellow t-shirt and say, hey, you know, you're you're in property, but you're not in property. If you want to be in property, then come check my podcast, which is in property. Um, and then they see the brand, they see me being me, and then you know, all the content, they're like, oh, wow, this stuff's fairly helpful. We like the people you're speaking to. Uh, we want to learn from them, etc., etc. And then they, they, then the relationship is, is formed, right? Oh, I saw you post this the other day, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so get to know them on a personal level, but secondly, get to know their working style. You know, have you got KPIs? Do you, if you have, you know, would it help if I jumped on a few viewings that I'm never going to offer on, but maybe you're not getting enough interest on and, you know, like you want me to view just to increase your KPIs or like put some really low offers in just to help, you know, get to know them. And I mean, you probably can't ask that on the first viewing, depending on how hard and how lucid you are as a person if that's the word to use, but, you know, over a few viewings, you can definitely say, you know, would it help if I yeah, did some viewings for you, etc., etc. If not, you know, say, look, some of these properties, they're overpriced. You and me both know this. This, you know, I, I, I've i explained to you the refurb on this. I can only offer, I don't know, 50 grand and it's listed for 100 grand. Now, look, would you prefer that I didn't offer at all? Or would it help you if I offered? Or would you prefer that I offered and we just kept it on your drawer, in your drawers, and that's not it right, in your, on your desk? And we didn't necessarily put it to the vendor. I don't want to affect your relationship. What's the, what's the vibe? Ask them a question like that. And I think that will show that you perhaps respect them a little bit more. And like, you know that you're making low offers and you have, you have every reason to, but you're also like, look, I get the vendors totally got the wrong end of the stick and thinks it's worth a hundred grand but look you know how do you want me to place this offer and some are like no no Ted send it we need to show the vendor that it's overpriced or they're like because it's early days send me the offer and I'll keep it and then I'll keep on file and then we'll see what happens in the in the future with it but I think we'll get close to asking for this or closer so yeah definitely ask ask the right questions and you will get the right answers
And that leads me to my last point, which is kind of, I don't know if I have, if I have a third tip. I think I've covered quite a few so far, but I think the last one is, is really about like the infam. I mean, let me split it into, into like two mini tips. Maybe the first one is when I go on viewings, cause I have so many booked in, I usually turn up and I'm like, right, what's this one on for sale for? Okay. What's the story? Okay. Cool. And I, I sound dumb. But I say it in such a way that it kind of just sounds like I'm like, cool, I'm really chilled out. But genuinely, 95% of the time, I will not know what the house is on for when I walk in it, only because there's so many booked in and it, it really doesn't matter because if I've booked it in, I know that it's 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 fitting what I'm looking for potentially. So, but interestingly, I think by asking, oh, what what's it on for again? Sometimes it can elicit a response from the agent saying, well... It's on for this much, but they'll accept this much. How powerful is, is that answer from them? Which they may not have given if you said, right, it's on 57, cool. You know what I mean? So sometimes doing less, you know, research can actually give you more, like it can give you a better answer. Uh, same with asking them, say, you know, how much do you think it would cost to refurb? And again, look, they're not builders, so they're obviously going to quote more than you'd probably get it for. But it's good to have them say the numbers uh, and shout out to Stephen Pardo for giving me this tip that when they then say the numbers, you're like, okay, cool. So you agree then it's going to cost 15 grand. Therefore, when I offer low, you know, you, you know the deal, right? Don't don't be shocked by that. Uh, I think another sort of mini tip with this day agency is I think the usual stuff like be on time. You know, they have many, many appointments and you want to get stuff done. Uh, if no appointments are available or they're, they're kind of really busy and... Just say, look, I'll be in, in and out five minutes and then ask them questions later. Just get in, get a video, get pictures and get out. Uh, but yeah, be on time. I I have been late to a few, um, but, you know, I'm trying to get rid of that reputation now. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's quite difficult to add to these tips. I, I feel like I've covered them all. I mean, if I'm missing something really, really obvious, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I might be. Uh, but lastly keep offering, keep doing viewings. If an estate agent says, look, the vendor is not going to accept less than this. We have spoken, we have tried, we've sent them offers and they say it's not worth you viewing. I know what you're looking for. Just believe them. Like a lot of them, you know, well, not a lot of them, but some will chat shit, right? And you're thinking, oh, damn, if I view it and I offer them, blah, blah, blah. If they've had offers at a low end, they've rejected and rejected and rejected, then for me, there's two ways of handling it. One is potentially a way to annoy them which is no no no, let me view let me view let me view it view it and you lowball it they're annoyed or you view it and you say right the other way is you view it and you say or before and during you say look i'm gonna view this i may not offer because obviously she's you know rejected everything so far but in the case which often happens that she doesn't sell for six months or it falls through i want to be able to get right back to you and say oh you know that's fallen through i can buy it now at this price would they consider and if i haven't viewed it Mr. Estate Agent, I can't do that. I can't be a backup for you. So what are your thoughts on that? And again, if, they look, if they're like, look, they're being super, super stubborn. They don't need to sell. They're, they're millionaires. Then maybe you say, right, fine. Look, I'll keep an eye on it. Any, any changes, please let me know and follow up from it, right? So work with them. And obviously, once you know that they're not just making it up, work with them. Uh, but keep putting in the offers, keep putting in the viewings. Keep doing your numbers, keep calling them, keep walking in, uh, find them on social media, do what you need to do to be, you know, 
front of house all the time, right? Be in their mind. You want them to be thinking of you, you know? Uh, I have estate agents sometimes who, you know, and it's taken me five, six months, I think, of, of kind of talking to them, at them, um, where they're like, Tej, this house has not weed. I thought of you straight away. Or Tej, this house is falling apart. Uh, do you want it? Like, I thought of you straight away, you know, sort of thing. Or Tej, you bought one locally. Very similar, you know, house, refurb, end value, you know, do you want to have a look at this before we put it out? I'm like, cool, let's do it. Uh, and you'll notice when you buy one property off an estate agent, things change. Uh, they change subtly. They become a lot more interested in dealing with you, talking to you, uh, because you've paid them. You've paid the commission and you're good for it, right? So I hope these tips have been useful. And I hope even if you are experienced, you know, and you've listened to this, I hope maybe you've picked up something different. But to summarize, when it comes to estate agents, you have to throw some sauce upon them because you have to put your character into it you have to put your personality into it and your personal brand and i'm telling you that will make a big big difference please leave a review for the podcast if you haven't already